What's up, everybody? It's Judith A. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your Friday. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. So yesterday's podcast, you know, I pretty much, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I defended Nick Cannon, uh, but I do defend his right to have that conversation. But later on yesterday, you know, I felt so passionate about that. And then later on, I'm uh, um, reading this book. I'm reading a book about the... Um, um, Coke brothers. Well, actually, it's not just about them. It's called Dark Money, but it starts off on them. And uh, wow, wow. Apparently, like these guys are billionaires. Like when their dad died, he left them, he left four sons, I think $300 million a piece or something like that. It's crazy. But one of the ways he got wealthy was building um, uh, military stuff for, for Hitler. You know, and so when you see how much money he actually made doing that, and then he felt used by those that government and the, and the Russian government, and so when he you know came back to America with his you know in raising his sons, he was a very extreme. Uh, they call it libertarianism, but I, I uh. And maybe it is, I don't know, but it's very, very extreme. And there was a lot of racism inherent in it, as well as uh, obviously anti-Semitism. But uh, his his whole thing was uh, the Negro is going to feel empowered by communism. So let's just root communism out. Now, this is the dad and uh, his sons who most of them are no two of them have passed you have four boys and uh one of them two of them took over his company but they were I mean dude once you start reading how they make this amount of money and yeah he may have felt guilty of helping to build Hitler's machine but he didn't get a money back and um he was also you know I guess, traumatized by his own experience with communism and then also with dictators. And he just went to this extreme and his kids are extreme. And they're the people behind all of these weird pack groups, keep America great, or I don't know, they have weird names. And they just have funneled millions upon millions of dollars into causes that help their companies keep polluting or not following the rules or lowering taxes. So I'm not sure how they feel about Trump because of the tax thing. That's their thing. But everything else isn't their thing at all. So I'm not sure what their feeling is on Trump. And I'm not sure why they didn't spend more to get him out of the race. They must have felt that he was going to benefit them in some way but the book is called dark dark money by jane mayer it's very fascinating and um i get it i get it you don't want to uh because they were spewing some of the beliefs of these groups that that the Koch brothers were in and that their father was in and it's just like oh and not to throw all the brothers there's one that's more dominant than the others and i think that's charles and i think he's still alive um but their money their wealth is is i don't even have a word for it they just inherited so much money they grew the company 
and they're billionaires and they just, uh, you know, if they had been not corrupted and, but they wouldn't have been wealthy. Their father made a big chunk of his fortune from funding the Hitler machine, you know, giving them the military stuff that they needed. He was an engineer. So, I mean, what an uphill battle, but what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is while I see the point in having a conversation that Nick and professor Griff had, I also see the other side, which is you don't even want to open the door to normalizing uh, this type of thinking because that's how you got the Holocaust, right? I get that. And I guess my point is I miss the days when, and so personally, I've, you know, I was at Howard. I, I really wasn't into that type of thinking. I wasn't super political when I was there, not in any uh, um you know, not in any way like that. I was, I just would watch the news and read the newspaper, but, um, you know, uh, those conversations were being had, but they weren't on TV or broadcast anywhere. And that doesn't make them any less dangerous, but it does because there's not a, a, you know, a potential of, you know, millions of people watching it. And, and it's sort of irresponsible in 2020 because everybody can broadcast things. You know, and people aren't aware of the law or they don't care about the law or they don't care about their, you know, moral responsibility to other people. They just want the clicks and likes or they just want to get their viewpoint out there, which is fine. It just feels kind of reckless and irresponsible when you do it in a on a platform that doesn't um, that doesn't give you the other side which is what Oprah and Donahue and Sally Jesse Raphael and all these talk show hosts tried to do. They tried to remain impartial. They didn't want you to be uh, skewed one way or the other. They were just, you know, giving you the information. And I don't think that that's the way people are viewing it now. And Nick has a huge platform. He's popular. He's famous. And I mean, I'm older than him, so it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, I'm just, you know, Nick Cannon says. But I can see where younger people who have grown up with him from Nickelodeon uh, on are like, you know, Nick's Nick's my guy. Like, Nick Cannon's always out here. Nick Cannon's always talking. Nick Cannon, you know, is outspoken. And so I think we just have to always pay attention to how we're presenting the message and to bring some responsibility to it. And again, you know, Howard University education in your 30s is probably pretty mind blowing and it's brand new and it and, you know, it's empowering, except, you know, I was having conversations with people who were into that kind of stuff in 1988. So it's not new to me and it's not new to a lot of people. And, you know, I know folks who get newspapers that have to come in in brown paper bags because they're so radical. I get it. But at the same time, you have to have some level of responsibility when you're famous and broadcasting messages across the globe. So that's my addendum to that. Uh, Friday feels like, you know, I support you, but I also understand, you know, we we you know, we just got to be more responsible and. To be honest with you, most people who go live aren't that interesting. A lot of y'all think you just uh, 
are mad entertaining. Like, I got to be on live. And it's like, nah, you, you, don't, you don't really got to. You really not that interesting. <laughs> um, no disrespect, but a lot of people think they are hilarious or deep and they just need to, you know, broadcast themselves, which is weird because everybody, you know, everybody don't need to be uh, broadcasted. If that's a proper English, I'm a little sleepy. All right, peeps. I hope you have a wonderful Friday. I hope that everything, you know, I hope this week is coming together in a good way for you. I know personally, uh, I feel like we're going to shut down again. So I, if I were you, I would start stocking up on things. Um, and now that the stores know there probably won't be a run on toilet paper or anything goofy. That was really strange. This has been a really weird year. Um, but, you know, again, we got to be responsible on how we present ourselves. And like I said, while I see both sides, uh, you know, I think if you're definitely an influencer of, of any kind, you know, the dangers of a YouTube or, a, you know, Facebook is that you can just present things. It's great. You can you're you can be unedited, but it's also dangerous because, you know, you can say things that could could be misconstrued or, you know, somebody could take it and there's just no balance in the conversation. And I think it's important to uh, to make that kind of stuff clear, um, especially if you're going to broadcast things that used to be private. You know what I mean? I think people are just way too comfortable with, you know, I'm going to just speak my truth. OK, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't, you know. Maybe uh, we don't need that in the world. I don't know. But if you get a chance to read that Dark Money book, woof. I mean, I had to put it down. Like when the dude was like, I inherited $300 million from my father. After I just read how he earned that 300 mil, it was like, oof, I need a break. And plus, you know, that's a nice inheritance. And what kind of comfort and what kind of life does that feel like? You know, some of these people that are out here shaping your rights and, and telling you the way the country needs to be never had to work a single day in their lives. They have compounded wealth over generations. That's what they mean by generational wealth. If your father made $100 million in the 20s, it's a billion dollars for you in the 2020s. 100 years later, you're a billionaire because that's how money grows. I can't even wrap my brain around that. I mean, I can. That's my problem. <laughs> I, I think of what that, that life feels like. You know, a lot of people, again, like I'm saying, Trump, even though his numbers are bloated, he's he's done a lot of things wrong. Um, but a lot of these people who, you know, they're so blustery and they're so full of they're not self-made. You know what I mean? They're up here running your life and giving you advice and they've never had to do shit. I don't know. I'm a little salty about that. All right, people. Enjoy your weekend. Take care.
all the fame and the glory, yeah, I want that. Trailblazing flames from my launch pad. Shopping in front and that jack, I flaunt cash. Haters talking shit, but they toss trash. I go the distant, persistent, I finish every inch. I never pop from pressure, we're never in the pen. I never wait from this lucid dream I'm living in. Never mention submission, I'm never giving in. You'll never see me, cause I'm speeding in attendant bands. Cruising Missouri, St. Louis, cause I'm a bill again. This music is a revolution, truly militant. Accusing stupid, looking foolish, cause I'm innocent. Damn right. And I never show a caution Fighting right through fatigue and exhaustion Until I get the fame and claim a fortune I want it all, I will settle for a portion And I don't give a damn whatever man hoards it I'm holding the game ransom for extortion It won't exchange hands unless I force it Not even if I'm dead and gone pushing orchids Who can know, who can know Who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told But I let you know when the school so who can know, who can know, who can really know what the future holds? I don't really know when truth be told, but I'll let you know when the scoop unfolds. So I got this feeling I don't really see it stopping. So I'm about to blow the ceiling, get it popping. Tune your TV to TMZ if you're watching. Cause who's about to be ballin', probably obnoxious. Like, girl, oh, you think I'm acting funny? I ain't frontin', I'm just stuntin', we got money. I got the buzz and it be like we got honey. So quit trippin', get in the middle, is you comin'? Oh, you feelin' weird, bein' bourgeois? Honestly, dead, I feel it too, ma. Nevertheless, let's hit Hawaii too, ma. And peep all the marine life, hoorah. You better know I'm investing in my future Cause when I get it, I won't lose it being stupid The fame machine is a psychopathic guillotine And I admit the addiction, it might make me a fiend And best believe I ain't dying for a stupid cause And I ain't playing victim cause of my human flaws And I ain't bugging, I ain't drunk, and I ain't screwing broads I'ma just take this fame and be a superstar Who can know, who can know Who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told But I let you know when the scoop of so who can know, who can know, who can really know what the future holds? I don't really know when truth be told, but I'll let you know when the scoop of so I'm going hard till I'm buried in the graveyard, unscarred by the fame or a rape charge. No prison walls or slander, even if hate's hard. I'm only being known for spitting great bars, and hell no, Joe, I never sold out, cause I expose my soul every so sold out. I got what I asked. For I wanna know how Praying the guy got what I asked for no doubt Who can know, who can know Who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told But I'll let you know when the scoop unfolds So who can know, who can know Who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told